You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rams Nation, what is going on? As always, it is your boy, your host, Sosa Kremenges. I'm a fantasy analyst at PFF and your host here at the Locked On Rams podcast, your number one daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Rams and part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Before we dive into this episode, I wanted to let you guys know that NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another episode here, and this is going to be your Thursday episode, the second to last of this week. And of course, today, while you guys are listening to this, happy NFL kickoff. The Hall of Fame game is tonight, depending, I guess, on when you're listening to this. I'm recording it, obviously, on Wednesday, so it's not quite NFL day yet for me. But happy beginning to the 2021 NFL season to you guys. It is finally back, and boy, do the Rams have a lot of news for us to cover on this episode. So we're going to dive into it. There's a bunch of practice news, of course, guys who stood out, guys who didn't stand out, but there was a lot of transactional moves as well. And we're going to dive into those first. Now, this was the Rams last practice of the week. They were once again in full pads, which is awesome, but they're not going to return to practice, I believe until the sixth. So they're going to get one nice day of a break in between. So to dive in first, there was a bunch of news. Like I mentioned, the biggest news Tutu Atwell, the wide receiver, the second round pick, the first pick for the Rams in this past draft class, was finally activated off of the COVID reserve list. He finally got to practice with the team. Of course, he was sidelined for a little bit there. I guess he had COVID. I'm not certain still on what his status was, but we're going to assume that that was probably the case. And if it wasn't, then he still couldn't practice either way, which sucks for him because these practice reps are super important for the rookies that are trying to transition into the NFL. They're trying to learn a new playbook. They're trying to gain chemistry with their teammates. And of course, he's trying to catch some passes from his new quarterback in Matthew Stafford. So he is lagging a little bit behind now. He missed the first six or seven practices, but everything's okay. He's finally back. We finally got to see him in pads, which was cool. So hopefully, you know, he can get caught up to speed now with him actually getting the chance to take some of these reps as opposed to just studying his playbook. That was not the only transactional news. The Rams also announced that they waived guard Jamil Demby and signed another guard in Jeremiah Cologne, who was with the team in the past. And I'm not really certain that either of these two guys are going to have too big of a drastic impact on this season for the Rams, but it is something to note, of course. Well, maybe Jamil Demby can latch onto another team. Unfortunately, it seems like his time with the Rams is over, but Jeremiah Cologne was a guy that the Rams did have in the past. And we're going to assume that this is you know, not necessarily just a camp body, but a guy that they could potentially stash on the practice squad at some point. So probably not too big of a bit of news there, let's hope at least, because you do not want any of these guys among the third strings on your offensive line trying to start football games. Now, the Rams had a lot of veterans take the day off for practice on Wednesday. Tyler Higbee was the first, Aaron Donald, Deshaun Jackson, Leonard Floyd, a bunch of different guys got the chance to rest. And we know that the Rams like to utilize this. We've talked about it over the past week and a week and a half, maybe. Reggie Scott and the Rams injury prevention staff 
do a very good job of not pushing these guys too hard and knowing when they have to pull back a little bit. And it's obviously good to see guys like this get a chance to rest because we've seen them play a lot of NFL games. They don't need these reps as much as the younger guys do or as much as you know some of these other players do. We've seen these guys play in the NFL, play at a high level, make Pro Bowls. These reps are not necessarily meaningless to them, but definitely don't need to be pushed like all the other players do. So it's good to see these guys taking a rest. And of course, if these guys are being sidelined, somebody else is getting an opportunity to take over those snaps and those opportunities for reps in practice. So it is cool to see and check in on if anyone was able to capitalize on some of these reps. And of course, Jordan Rodriguez did a great job of sharing everything that was happening in practice. And the very first player that she said was having a good day and highlighted was edge rusher Justin Holland. She said that he had a good day in pass rushing drills against the first and second team offensive line. He kept getting to the dot, the person or the figure there that was supposed to be like the quarterback. And McVay was watching those drills pretty closely. So that is obviously a bit of good news there. We've talked about it at nauseum. It feels like the Rams need somebody at that edge rusher spot to step up opposite of Leonard Floyd and it sounds like Justin Hollins is going to be the first guy that they give a chance to do so and if he can utilize these opportunities to not only buy himself more reps in preseason games or going into the season but actually take that next step in his development that would be pretty much invaluable for the Rams I mean you have Aaron Donald up front you have Leonard Floyd you have some of those guys that are a little bit more established that we know can be a little bit more consistent and relied on And that leaves a little bit to be desired outside of those guys. But if somebody can step up and sort of bring an impact that maybe wasn't expected, that would only be like the cherry on top on the cake. So, of course, Hollins is sounding like the guy that's going to get the first crack at doing that. And we would love to continue hearing that this guy's proving his spot throughout these training camp practices. Now, that's going to do it for this first segment. In the second segment, we're going to dive into the rest of the practice news and the rest of the tidbits that Jordan dropped There was plenty. The first team offense, first team defense, finally some iron sharpening iron. It's going to be very fun to share that news. And of course, while we've got you here, make sure to come connect with us on Twitter for all the coverage you need on the Los Angeles Rams. You can find me at QB's MEP and the page at Locked on Rams. If you guys have a car, I know you've went through it. The this doesn't work. That doesn't work. The car is not starting today. I don't know what's going on here. And then you go to your mechanic. Your mechanic gives you an insane price or something happens and they can't find this particular product that you need for your vehicle, you don't have to go through these troubles anymore. All you have to do is check out one of our sponsors for today's episode called Rock Auto. They're a family-owned business and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. We know right now is a great time to try and support family-owned businesses with the COVID stuff going on. If you're a person who likes to fix things yourself or you're a professional and you're looking for reliably low prices, you should check out Rock Auto. Go to their website. I promise you, if your car needs it, they probably have that in stock. Amazing selections, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us so they know that we sent you. Welcome back to the second segment here of the Locked On Rams podcast, your Thursday episode. And we are going to pick up right where we left off prior to the break. My friend Jordan Rodriguez, a friend of the podcast here, does such a good job of sharing all of the tidbits that are happening at training camp because if it wasn't for her, I feel like we'd really be left in the dark in terms of not really knowing who's playing well, who's standing out, what guys are repping at which spots. So 
Shout out to Jordan for always sharing this news. And I am going up and down on her Twitter list here, her timeline, and just checking out some of the things that she felt like she needed to point out. And of course, she does a very good job at executing her job. So we know that when she's sharing something, it's probably a good and wise idea to listen. So the first bit of news that we shared was in the first segment, talking about Justin Hollins and how he was having a good day. And of course, we always got to check in on the quarterback, Matthew Stafford. It sounded like he had a pretty good day as well. I mean, you're talking about a guy that was one day removed from a swollen thumb and nearly missed practice to having two back-to-back days with padded practices. I mean, obviously, you can't knock this guy's toughness. That was never really in question. I feel like everyone, regardless of if you were a fan or not of Stafford, you at least had to admit that this guy was tough as hell, and he's already showing that. And I talked about it when he suffered that injury, and we didn't know the extent of it. I said that these reps were going to be so crucial for him and the rest of the players around him, but especially Stafford, because this is his first time in the offense, his first time with these receivers, the first time with everything around him. He needs to be as comfortable as possible, and he basically alluded to the same thing in his press conference saying, you know, if I can go out there and practice, even if I'm not 100%, I'm going to go out there and do that. And it's awesome to see that he's kind of toughing it out right now. Of course, you don't want to be silly or stupid with an injury right now. It's August. It's early August. I mean, you don't really need to be pushing anything right now. But of course, he's good enough to go. And if that's the case, he should practice. And there were some cool tidbits. I mean, he was slinging the ball deep to Stafford to cup for 30-yard gains in the first 11-on-11 period of the day. You'd love to see that. It seems like that connection is really starting to build quickly. I mean, the Rams even shared a few clips from those practices, and they were so cool to see. You've seen one rep where Cooper Cup was lined up against Jalen Ramsey. It looked like it was a one-on-one in the red zone and maybe inside the 10-yard line, and he looked like he ran somewhat of a fade route, except Stafford didn't really make it a jump ball. He kind of gave it to him back shoulder, and Jalen Ramsey had such a good break on the ball. It looked like it was going to be a clean-cut touchdown for Cup, a great route, a great throw, but Jalen Ramsey, man, that guy's pretty damn good himself, so he found a way to break on that ball, and I love seeing that because now you're starting to see the best against the best going against each other, and of course, they have mutual respect for each other. These guys know at the end of the day, they are teammates. They're pushing each other to be better, to ultimately get to their goal, which is going to be the Super Bowl, and now, you know, these guys are finally getting good reps against each other in pads, too. They can get a little bit more physical, but not too physical to the point where you're being stupid and getting each other hurt, so it's awesome to see, and I think it's just so fascinating to watch, you know, the best of the best lineup against each other. We're talking about the best corner in football and one of the better receivers, one of the top 15 receivers probably in football right now, of course, going against each other is only going to make each other better. And that wasn't the only pass breakup that Jalen Ramsey had. Jordan highlighted another one here where he was going against Robert Woods and the number one defense was going against the number one offense. She mentioned that the energy was up to a different level and I'm sure we can all expect that because at the end of the day, when the number one offense is going against the second team defense, you're pretty much expected to dominate, right? I mean, you're talking about starters and an offense that could be a top five offense versus a backup defense. You need to dominate. But now it's the big dogs against the big dogs. You love to see that. So very, very fun to watch. And I wish we got to see more of that. But Jalen Ramsey continues to stand out. I mean, nobody should be surprised about that at this point. 
We talked about Tyler Higby taking a day off, of course, which meant somebody in the tight end room was going to get a bump in terms of the usage. And it's not like Johnny Munt was having a very, very good practice. Sean McVay was pumped about a nice long catch across the top from Stafford. Of course, like I mentioned, Higby was not practicing. And not only that, but Munt and Hopkins were the guys running with Stafford. And Harris was still working his way back into live things after trying to recover from that core injury. So it is good to hear a little bit about Bryson Hopkins. That's a name that we haven't heard to this point. He was blocking, running a little bit, which is good. Johnny Munt sounds like he's standing out, which is kind of like a theme, I feel like, at this point. This is a guy that nobody really ever talks about. Nobody ever really expects to play well. And quietly, whenever he's asked to do his job, he just does it. And it doesn't ever become anything flashy. And of course, he's never going to be Travis Kelsey or anything like that. But quietly, he just gets in there, does his job, and then goes to the next assignment and does it well too. This is a guy that's never going to be you know, the best of the best. But at the same time, he's never also going to be the worst. You can always expect at least consistency out of Johnny Munt. So it's awesome to see he's getting a chance to practice a lot more with Tyler Higby on that sideline, taking his veteran day off, and he's standing out. That is awesome. I wish we got to hear a little bit more about Bryson Hopkins, either whether he was standing out or whether he was not creating separation in his routes or dropping passes or whatever the case is, because this guy has a good shot to carve himself a decent role in this offense as the tight end two. And to this point, you know, six, seven practices in, I feel like we've heard absolutely nothing about him. We've now heard about Johnny Munt playing well. Of course, we've heard plenty about Jacob Harris, you know, looking good in practice, even though he can't be out there 100%. And of course, Tyler Higby doesn't have to worry about anything either. He's the tight end one. That leaves Bryson Hopkins as the one guy that we have not heard anything about. And of course, this was a guy that the Rams drafted in the fourth round, clearly not one of those, you know, end of the roster UDFA type players, a guy that they actually thought could bring something to the table. So not necessarily saying he's playing bad because I'm not there. I can't see it. I'm just saying it's kind of weird that we haven't heard anything about it. You would think to this point, we would have heard, you know, either that he was uncovering a little bit or getting some reps here or there. It's been very, very quiet on that front, unfortunately. That's going to do it for this offensive segment of this podcast. In the final segment, we're going to dive into the remaining few defensive players that stood out in this practice and continue to share whatever we find from this recap. And of course, make sure to check back in here tomorrow for the mailbag episode of the Locked on Rams podcast. You guys can go shoot over some cool questions to me at QB's MVP and at Locked on Rams. If you guys are into betting, I urge you to check out one of our sponsors for today's episode called Bet Online. The NFL is right around the corner. I mentioned the Hall of Fame game coming up on Thursday. The regular season is not far behind. And of course, there are a bunch of different sports, everything you can imagine that BetOnline covers, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. And of course, the NFL as well. Before the next pitch or the next snap, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the 2021 NFL season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team, favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the final segment here of the Locked on Rams podcast. This is your host, Sosa Kremenges, of course, and we're going to continue 
with this padded practice recap for the Los Angeles Rams. The final practice before they take a day off on the 5th and resume practicing on the 6th, though that practice will be just in t-shirts and shorts, no more pads on that day. So we're looking at the defensive side of the ball in this segment. And I wanted to mention that Terrell Lewis, the guy that I talked about on yesterday's episode, did practice in some capacity, which is obviously good. You want to see that guy get out there. And of course, we know that he's got a lot of injury issues and particularly the knee issues. So they clearly got to scale those snaps back for him, unfortunately, but at least he's finding his way back onto the field. Now, one of the players that seemed like he stood out and did a pretty good job in this practice was safety Taylor Rapp. And Jordan mentioned that he had a big run stop in the box on one snap. And I believe that he had another pass breakup in coverage. So that is good to see, of course, because the safety position is arguably the deepest, if not the most competitive spot on the roster right now. And Jordan sort of alluded to that as well. She said she was going to spend a bit more time looking at the defensive side of the ball today. And the young safeties really have been competing for those five and six roster spots, which makes sense. I mean, like I said, this position is very deep for this team. They have the premium starters. They have guys that they've drafted in the middle rounds that they expect to compete. They have guys that they've taken at the end of the draft that look better than advertised guys like Nick Scott, for example, who have far outplayed their draft status and look like they're much more capable than just contributing on special teams. So you talk about this position. We know Terrell Burgess and Jordan Fuller are going to be two of the more important players. Don't forget Taylor Rapp either. I think the Rams really have good plans and big plans for this guy. They did draft him in the second round just two years ago. Clearly a very talented player. And I feel like for whatever reason, he's oftentimes the forgotten man. And I guess I understand that the Rams continue to invest a lot in this position. But Rapp has a lot of skill. We're talking about a guy that is very, very good inside of the box. Such good pursuit angles. A great run stuffer. And such a good tackler in open space. Those are a lot of the skill sets that you can utilize in today's NFL. Especially with this trend that we're going towards a positionalist league where you know you have some of these running backs coming out of the backfield receivers doing all kinds of weird stuff like Tutu Atwell will be doing for the Rams tight ends that aren't really tight ends like Jacob Harris there's a lot of guys that are tweeners between real positions and the guys like Taylor Rapp are the players that you utilize on your defensive side of the ball to help try and neutralize some of those guys now he's not the only player at that safety spot we mentioned the first three Nick Scott, the guy that I just talked about, another name that I feel like continues to stand out in these practices, and the Rams drafted him a few years ago in the seventh round. That was a Coach Bones pick. He talked about, I want to get this guy on my special teams units, and that's where Nick Scott is going to make the most of his money. He's a great special teamer, but we've seen him factor into the defense last year a little bit, and now he's getting some run and some burn You know, in the first team, the second team as a safety as well, and he looks good. And this guy is very, very active. And even Matthew Stafford alluded to it in his press conference the other day. He talked about a snap where I believe Nick Scott broke on the ball and had an interception. He said, that was one of the best defensive plays I've seen in a long time. And it's not good for me. You know, I never want to turn the ball over. But you got to give kudos to that guy. And that was an impressive play. That is such good stuff to hear, especially right now while the Rams are trying to find a way to make up for the loss of John Johnson, who we know is an elite safety. So the Rams sound like they're going to get some good contributions out of this safety position. And a lot of the names there, man, there's going to be a deep, deep competition going throughout the rest of training camp. 
The last bit of news that's kind of interesting, Jordan kept alluding to Raheem Morris and you know how he was running out there, very amped up when his guys were making plays. He was staying after practice with his defensive backs, getting in some ball drills. You'd love to hear it. I mean, this was a storyline that Brad and I talked about, specifically me. How were the Rams going to replace Brandon Staley? And what kind of coaching style and leadership was Raheem Morris going to bring to the table that differed from Brandon Staley? And it sounds like pretty much everything that we expected out of Raheem Morris, he's doing. This guy is such a good players coach. I mean, you can see it from his energy, the way he carries himself, the way he talks, the way he connects with players. He just has a way to identify with these younger players, being a younger guy himself too, as opposed to some of these 65, 70-year-old coordinators across the league that maybe have a tougher time and are brought up a different way. You know, you look back to guys in the NFL 30, 40 years ago, the practices were different. The way they were taught things were different. Right now, I feel like Raheem Morris has an opportunity to continue building this chemistry with his defensive players, his stars. You heard Aaron Donald talk about him, Jalen Ramsey. Everyone's always said nice things about him. And of course, we expect that. His players are not going to trash him right now, but it sounds like guys are genuinely excited to play for him and that guys are very, very excited to see you know, what he's going to bring to the defense, what kind of sprinkle he's going to throw over the top in terms of his play calling tendencies, his schemes and all that kind of stuff. It's going to be super cool to see how he can utilize two of the best players in the NFL right now in Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald and arguably the two best defenders in football. That's going to do it for this practice recap for the Locked on Rams podcast. Make sure to tune back in tomorrow here at the Locked on Rams pod for our Mailbag Friday episode. We did not have one last week, so I'm sure you guys are going to have more than enough for me. And of course, I'm always going to have fun answering those. So it's going to be fun to see what you guys shoot over to me. You guys can do that on Twitter at QB's MEP or at Locked on Rams. And as always, please subscribe or follow to get our latest episodes, content, breaking news, and a whole lot more.